Welcome to the F3 American Yammer podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they've transitioned from sad clown to high impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of F3 American Yammer. I am your host, the shortest of circuits, Short Circuit, on the nation's fourth best podcast out of four. And uh, welcome to American Yammer. Uh, today, I am excited to have HIPAA on the uh, podcast. So welcome, HIPAA. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And, and I would argue that today's episode will be uh, the first best podcast in all of history. <laughs> Such confidence. That's wonderful. So um, as a quick disclaimer, uh, you and I got connected because of a mutual friend. Uh, I'll give a shout out to Simone uh, from F3 yes. Greensboro who who, uh, who paired us up. So thank you again, Simone. Absolutely. He has, he has posted frequently up in Boone and he's led quite a few workouts. He's uh, an adopted honorary uh, mountain man. <laughs> adopted honorary mountain man. We'll get him the hat too to go with it. And the beard. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's uh, let's jump in here. Name Arama, name age, F three name. Sure, uh, Bart Walker, HIPAA, uh, forty. HIPAA. All right, now, how long have you been an F three packs? Uh, since March fifteenth of last year. That's uh, five hundred and twenty four days. And uh, yes, I, yes, I Google. Who's counting? Who's counting? <laughs> Gotcha. March, so March fifteenth of last year, right? Yes. And you, yep. um, and we'll and we'll talk about this later. Um, but you did not get started there in Boone. You got started down in Charlotte. Is that right? Correct. Exactly right. It was uh, two days after my thirty ninth birthday, actually. Oh, okay. That's awesome. So, okay. So you, so you've, wow. I've I've actually been. I actually have seniority on you. This is this is incredible. Um, <laughs> Most people do. Like a, <laughs> I'm not the only hippo in F3 Nation. There's a, a hippo in uh, Gastonia uh, who, who's, who has claimed the original name, as far as I know. So he's got seniority. He's, he's really the hippo. I'm kind of a secondary hippo. <laughs> Second, secondary hippo. <laughs> no, that's great. All right. So you've been coming since last year. So you're still still relatively fresh, but you, ha- you have a year under your belt at least. Um, now, now, where do you regularly post? I know you do spend some time between uh, between Boone and between Charlotte as well. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I my office, my work is in Charlotte, and uh, that's probably not going to change. But I work from home a, a decent amount uh, up in Boone, and so uh, the Boone schedule is usually Tuesday, which is Foxfire; Wednesday, which is Musket; um, Friday, which is called Willie's Way. That's down in the Blowing Rock area, and then Saturdays are our big, uh, kind of hour-long uh, workout, and that was our first AO, which is. Uh, called the Homestead at Respect Park, and the the inside baseball on that is we had 50 guys come out for our uh, for our first launch, and so uh, taking it off the, on the number 50, it's uh, we, we call it Respect Park. So. There you go, there you go. All right, so definitely, uh, and those are good. Those are good spots too. If guys want to kind of come and f- come and find you, um, come and find you in the wee hours and uh, talk to you about your episode. So that'll be good. Absolutely. Right, so- and uh, they can also find us on the website. Uh, obviously, just Google F3 Boone or F3 Boone.wordpress.com. It's got the whole schedule on there. Um, 
and then in Charlotte, there's a couple sites I frequent that are probably less less relevant, but um, that was really where I got my start. And oh, those guys, a tremendous debt of gratitude, obviously. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, well, let's uh, let's jump right in here. So, so let's talk about life before F three. So leading up to f3 what did uh, what did fitness kind of look like for you did you did you kind of come from a fitness background like all the way through grade school and things like that um what what, what did what did your fitness really look like right up until that first workout yeah so I, I was always an athlete i always played something um in high school i played football and baseball and then in the off season i, I played uh, kind of wreck basketball. So I was always doing something. And during the summer, I was playing baseball too. So it was kind of year round for me all the way through. Um, in college, I was uh, I was a college athlete. I, I was a walk on on the baseball team. Um, so I actually had to try out I, I got cut my freshman year of college, and I tried out again and made it my sophomore year. So you know, for three of the four years I was in college, I was an athlete and was consistently at it. That, that was the best shape I've ever been in in my, in my life. Um, some of the times not by choice, but just by, you know, coaching and, and training and, and by hook or by crook. Um, but then I graduated, went to law school, and then things tended to slow down a little bit like they do for most people. So my uh, that was kind of delayed for me a little bit. Um, and really, you know, given I didn't really start the F3 thing until I was, you know, 39. There was a pretty good separation between that period of my life and, and when I really started to get back into shape. So, um, so kind of fast forwarding to immediately before, um, I started doing F3 and I, I was, I, I'd say I was pretty out of shape. I, I trained vigorously for, I'd say at least two, maybe three days before I came out to try F3. Uh, so I, I, I had a really solid base of, of fitness, uh, <laughs> two I, uh, really solid days of fitness before. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was a really, really monumental effort, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I like the same story as I think a lot of guys was just really pretty complacent. You, you get in the gym for a while for a couple of weeks and then you, you know, you take three weeks off and then you do the same thing over and over again. And, you know, it's always by yourself, so you really don't have a whole lot of motivation towards it or anything outside yourself to hold you accountable. Um, that's kind of where I was. Um, I, I didn't really have huge weight fluctuations, but I, I just really have body composition fluctuations, if that makes sense, and just not not in really great shape at all. Um, and it was really my, my wife who, who really encouraged me to do it, and I'll you know, we can talk about a little bit later, the guy who, who EH'd me originally, but, um, my wife had actually been, uh, kind of praying for the intercession of St. Joseph, uh, we're Catholic, so saints are kind of a big, uh, part of our life. And, and, um, you know, St. Joseph is the patron saint of, of fathers. And, um, that's kind of who, uh, who she was kind of thinking of and said, you know, uh, help my husband out here. You know, don't know what the answer is, but, you know, help him out somehow and yeah, to this day she still believes that this was was sort of an answer to her prayers gotcha gotcha okay so you kind of always had some of that athleticism in your background and and as you mentioned it was kind of during the college years in law school when it started to drop off and then you didn't notice necessarily like the the pogo 40 or even the pogo 25 but just kind of you know you, you'd get fit and then you, you lose that fitness and then you get fit again and then you lose the fitness again, kind of going through the, the cyclical motion there. Yeah. And even the more noticeable thing for me was just my mood. I was, I was really irritable. I was always stressed out. I was, I had a short temper. 
I mean, I've got a bit of a temper just naturally, but I just, you know, had anxiety, was sort of just down and kind of, you know, felt crummy a lot. I had trouble sleeping. Um, that was really the most noticeable thing, but it wasn't even so much fitness because that didn't even really enter into my life in a big way at that time, but it was just the day to day and it was hard to get out of bed and it's hard to go to sleep. And those, that was really the more noticeable thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So let's talk about the, the fellowship piece. So what was kind of the nature of your relationships, um, kind of both growing up and then leading up to F3? Sure. So kind of being a team sport guy, I'd always had teammates around me all the time, whether I wanted them or not. And so I just had that built in social structure all the way through college. Um, when I got out of college, it, it really continued in the law school because I had classmates around me and just kind of naturally gravitated towards the guys with similar interests. And then you know, once you get out, you're, you're almost in sort of a relationship free fall. Um, you still have your friends. And I, to this day, I still have very, very close, lifelong friends. And you know, anytime we see each other, we pick right back up where we left off. Um, but just given life's pressures and demands, you don't get to see them as much as you want. Um, and there's really nothing to kind of fill the, fill the void. Um, so I think like a lot of other guys, that's kind of where I, where I found myself. Gotcha. Okay. So, so you've, you've got some athleticism in the background, right? You got college that sort of sneaks in. And so the, the disadvantage there, like you're kind of bringing up is that through college, you start to lose some of that athleticism, some of that fitness. But at the same time too, you begin to sort of gain some of those, um, those lifelong friendships that you were, you were talking about. But at the same time, too, finding that when college was done, you know, you you're immediately thrust into scenarios where you don't have those friends anymore. And naturally, because of the uh, just the, the status of life, I guess, just life in general. Right. You you find less and less fewer and fewer of those times when you're able to see one another. Right. So to, to kind of cap that off, we'll talk about the third the third F piece, which is the, the faith piece. Um, now, you and I had talked a little bit beforehand about this, but uh, tell me kind of about uh, where your your faith was before F3 and, and not just from a, a religious um, or denominational aspect, um, but kind of speaking more holistically to, you know, how did you sort of see your so, something greater outside of yourself or, or within uh, an impact within the community or, or even your, your kind of personal beliefs? Where were, where were those three things, if you will, kind of leading up to F3? Sure. So uh, I'll take it from slightly different angle. Um, I, I think my faith life was generally pretty strong. I, I'd say during college, not so much. Law school, not so much. Um, when you start having kids, you start asking the big questions. And, and so I, I felt like I was in a pretty good place there. Um, the, the thing that I think resonated with me about F3 was, uh, the faith aspect is, is there every workout it's, it's, it's there at the end always. And it helps just keep it front and center, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I think where I was coming from kind of pre F3 was, uh, faith is what in many ways sustained me. I mean, my family certainly did. And then faith. Uh, so that was really the the uh sort of the bulwark against um you know being worse than i really was um so I, 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 you know i don't know if that's responsive but 
<laughs> that's sort of my my thoughts on it. Yeah. Well, no, it sounds like, you know, what you were bringing up was that kind of the faith piece had always kind of been there for you in the background. Um, but the, the thing that you hit on there that I think was really um, interesting and very fascinating was kind of this idea that, you know, when you when you have the kids, right, when you have a family, then you do start asking those big questions, right? The big questions of like, why am I here? What am I doing? Um, what ultimately is my my life going to be worth? Um, and definitely can kind of start to, to stir the pot at least a little bit. And even coming from a, a strong faith background, like you were saying, um, you know, I, I think it can it can still sort of arouse some, I'll, I'll use the term, it'll arouse some suspicions, right? Um, and start kind of making you think a little bit more about it. Yeah, I think that's right. 100%. Well, well put. <laughs> so, so to kind of recap there, so you, you always had this athleticism in your background. It starts to drop off during college. At the same time, too, you began picking up these friendships um, that ultimately some of them were sustained um, long, long term. Some of them dropped off and kind of lost to the the sifter, if you will. And you're noticing kind of the, the general irritability, the anxiousness, the anxiety, um, just the, the mood responses when you're not uh, staying fit and the, the sense of lack of fellowship. Um, the faith piece, though, as you're mentioning, stayed strong kind of the whole life we'll say having a strong um, base faith but then kind of starting to ask them some of those big questions so that kind of paints the picture for us um, as we as we start to kind of look ahead um, to your you know post post f i say post f3 like you're done with it but um <laughs> your, your post f3 initiation we'll say Sure. So, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about that first workout. So, who who's the culprit? Who who EH'd you? Sure. So, uh, a guy named Maybe in F three Metro. Uh, we actually work together. Our kids are we go to the same church. Our our kids are our friends, and he'd been working on me for a while, and I kind of dismissed it. Um, but then, you know, sort of the trump card is uh, he got to my wife and said, "Hey." Uh, <laughs> you need to get him out here and, and so the final thing was um i think we were having a beer and, and he, he said uh name a day pick a day <laughs> i was like well i got this and this and i hemmed it on a hog and he said no 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 pick, pick a day we'll, we'll go just pick a site it doesn't matter um there's got to be one near you i'm like well there's probably not many near me he's like oh here it is it's like a mile from your house so you know pick a day <laughs> and he really impressed me on it and so you know i i, I eventually capitulated that's awesome. Okay. So now with that first workout, um, what, do, what do you really remember from it? Uh, do you remember who cued? Yeah, I remember just about everything about it. Um, so Iron it was so, was so terrible. Well, yeah, because it's so terrible. Um, and I also did a, so I got fast forwarding a little bit. Uh, so for my first anniversary, uh, I cued the same workout, slightly different site, but um, I, I ran back the same workout from that day. Um, but it was skewed by Ironsides. Um, I, I still know and see, you know, almost every week, guys who are there at that first workout. It was, I think, 34 degrees because it wasn't snowing and it was raining and windy. And, uh, you know, I, I showed up in a full winter coat. It was like a parka <laughs> and sweatpants. I, I lost the parka after about, I don't know, three blocks maybe. And I had to go back later and pick it up. Um, but I, I, I still tell people to this day, I, it took me about a month before I could legitimately finish the warm up. Like literally, 
until I could finish the whole warm up sequence. Like that was, you know, it was about a month. Um, so that first one, it was, uh, you know, painful, wonderful, um, awful, uh, all of those things in, in turn. Gotcha. Okay. And now, uh, how did you, uh, how did you get HIPAA? Yeah. So I'm, I'm a healthcare lawyer and I actually don't do anything really related to HIPAA, but it was the only healthcare related law that anybody there could think of. And, and I made the mistake of saying, Oh yeah, I don't do anything even remotely close to that. Like I really don't work with that. And, and the response was, well, that's perfect. And <laughs> Oh, that's great. And, uh, I, and I'll, I'll call him out because I don't want him to, to uh, I think the guilty should be called out. Uh, Hopper was the, was the guy who, who suggested it. So thank you, Hopper. There you go. We'll tag him in it. Yeah, thank you for sharing guilty party name. The names, the names of the guilty. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, oh, and one question I, I have to ask. Did you, did you splash Merlot? I did not. Uh, I did not. I, I pushed it pretty hard. Uh, most of the time I just spent in awe because kind of looking around the circle at the beginning or just kind of looking around at people milling around in the gloom, you know, you're like, eh, I, I can probably keep up with him or him. I just got, I got my doors blown off by everybody who was there. I mean, it didn't matter how old or young they looked or how out of shape they looked. I mean, every one of them just ground me into dust. So uh, the, I just, the whole workout, I was just thinking about that the whole time. And uh, I, I, as a former <laughs> college athlete, I've got a decent amount of, of ego and pride. And I was just, I was just, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, very surprised and amazed. Yeah. But it was great. Oh, no, that's great. Yeah. And uh, I, I can't tell you how many times I, I've had that discussion with guys where either they or myself have uh, mentioned that, you know, that first workout, it's, you know, you spend, I don't know how much time saying like, I got this. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and kind of convincing yourself, nah, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm totally fine. And then at some point it finally breaks and you're like, I don't got this. Yeah. <laughs> so this is good. And then you shift into uh just survive mode. Just, just, yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So, so we've talked, we've talked about your past. We talked about that, that first workout that, that maybe really he put the, put the screws to you and um, got you to come out, talk about, Ironsides queuing and how it was cold that day, which I know is, is always, it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? Because it's hard to get out there anyway when it's cold. But if you do post for that first time when it's cold, then it usually just seems to kind of get better because you know it's going to get warmer from there. That's right. It did. And in that time of year, the weather in the South is pretty unpredictable. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I was kind of one of those guys that, you know, after that first post, I was totally hopelessly hooked and addicted and just kind of every like i think i posted probably five times that week and and, and i saw a lot of the same guys from our, kind of our area and they're like what are you doing what, are you, what, are you, what are you, you're out here again like what didn't you get enough and uh it's kind of funny just baptism by fire kind of stuff yeah no absolutely all right so so let's talk about life since f3 so a lot's sure. changed. I know, you know, just like we were talking about before we got started, a lot's changed since since that first workout last year, right? So let's talk about your your fitness since F3. So how, how have you seen F3 make an impact in the fitness in your life? You were previously talking about how you'd sort of lost a lot of that sort of college level athleticism. Um, how is it? 
how has it helped you get it back or, or come close? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a different kind of fitness. Uh, being a baseball player, you don't really train for certain that you train, train a lot for strength. You train a lot for durability. Uh, you train for, for bulk and size a little bit. You really don't train for kind of triathlete type running fitness that we did a lot of running. So it's just, it's a different kind of fitness. Uh, but uh, if you just give you a sense, so I said before, it took me about a month before I could complete the workout, uh, the warm up when I first started. And, uh, I ended up doing a half marathon at the end of August of last year. So that's, you know, six months, less than six months. And for me, that was a big personal accomplishment because I'm, I'm really not a runner by background at all. Yeah. Um, I, I limped my way through a marathon about you know, call it 20, 25 years ago. That's about it. So from a fitness perspective, that was kind of my big accomplishment last year. And since then I've just kind of maintained and, you know, kept it up. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah, I, mean, I, I think that's, I think your description there, a different kind of fitness is absolutely apt for it because it's not just, it's not just the, the college level, right? Lift and train to get big where you're going to you need, you intentionally need that size for a sport like football or, or baseball or something. Right. And it's not, it's not almost, it's not exclusively running like soccer, right? It's, it's completely different, right? You're, you're going to, you know, train with any luck, God willing, <laughs> you'll train your whole body during a workout. Yeah, exactly. Right. And because it's, it's typically body weight exercises, you also aren't straining your joints and putting stress on places it doesn't need to be. Uh, like if you hear dread talk about it, it's, uh, it's practical fitness in the sense that you may need to run a mile. You know, you may need to carry somebody for half a mile to safety. You may need to uh, do certain things to help others and be of service to your family and community. Like that kind of fitness, I think, is, is really uh, the utility of it, I think, resonates with me. and It resonates with a lot of other folks, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about the fellowship piece now. So how, how have you found that F3 is, has helped accelerate your, um, accelerate your fellowship in that respect? Yeah. I mean, it just really fills a, it fills a void, uh, and it fills a void in a, in a healthy way. I, I tend to have a very addictive kind of personality. And so if I'm not doing something healthy, I'm probably doing something unhealthy. And mm -hmm. so it's filled it from a fitness perspective, but also from a relationship perspective, and it really serves as a kind of a buffer against the kind of bad stuff creeping into your life or into your, your daily routine. Mm -hmm. And it's just been a blessing to get to know people and to, to kind of hear their stories and learn about them and find out what's going on with them and giving you an opportunity to, to serve them too, and to be there for them and to really knit people together into a stronger community. And that's the piece that's really resonated. Um, and, and another element of that, it's not quite the fellowship piece, but it's, it's very, it's very similar, which is the leadership piece of it. I, I think that's a fellowship concept, yeah. um, but that's another thing that's really been impactful for me has been just the sort of more intentional, formal leadership in the sense that when you're leading a workout, you're out front, you're the leader, everybody's looking for you, looking to you for what to do. Uh, you can't really hide from that. And, and that's very uncomfortable for a lot of people. Uh, so I think that that's, that's another element that I, I just wanted to mention, because I think it's important. And, you know, for me, it's been really impactful. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, that's, that's a great way to put it. Absolutely. Because yeah, you are, um, we were talking about this morning during some, some Q-Smarts material. And that is, you know, when you're at the front of the workout, when you're, when you're leading, there's, there's a sense of vulnerability that can be very uncomfortable if you've never done something like that before, because you're now you're put in charge of leading a group of men to a workout that you only know in your, in your head. Right. So, so now, and, and you brought up something too, um, and that was kind of the, the, the sense that F3 um, helps to sort of stem off many of the, the gestures. Uh, did I say that right? Gestures? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, right. And, and so you recently, uh, as we were, we were talking about, you recently sort of made the, the transfer from Charlotte to Boone. And, and you mentioned something that your wife, uh, or that you told your wife before before you made that transition. Um, and ultimately you, you kind of helped launch F3 Boone. So, and, and I'm, I'm not giving you complete credit for it. So don't let that go to your head. But, 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 but tell me, tell me a little bit about that. Cause I know you were, you know, kind of, I'll say instrumental in some fashion about putting that together. Sure. Yeah. So uh, my family, we've homeschooled our children, uh, um, kind of almost exclusively. We, we also participate in some community co-ops and some other, you know, quite a few extracurricular activities. Our children are really into music. Um, and over the last few years, our, our, live, our, our lives have drawn us uh, up to that area, kind of in away from Charlotte. We, we both grew up in Charlotte, but we kind of felt pulled in that direction, called in that direction, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so we started looking more seriously at, at spending more time up there. And I, I've got a job where I can, I can do that to a degree. And when, when my wife started, when, when my wife and I started talking about that, um, one of the things I said to her was, well, well, if there's no F3 up there, I'm not going. And she said, well, you, well, you got to start it then. And I said, well, uh, okay, I've only been doing this for, you know, eight months or so, uh, let me, I'll look into it. I'll look into it. And, uh, so I started to look into it and get kind of snowballed. There you go. Well, good. Yeah. And definitely, I, I think that, um, it's, it's, it's meaningful when you're, you know, as you brought up before, kind of the recognition of, Hey, these are things, you know, F3 and the fellowship that's associated with that is going to prevent me. They're going to be these guys are going to be my guardrails or they're going to help me define those guardrails so that I don't kind of slip back into some, some unhealthy habits again, whatever those might be, the, the gestures. Right. Um, and so definitely kind of recognizing that within yourself and stating, Hey, because of that, I'm now going to um, have to plant <laughs> F3 Boone. If I want F3 here, that way we can be here as a family. Right. And I think it's the kind of thing that once you get a taste of it and you become a part of that community, um, you realize it's really difficult to live without that because you've got this kind of built-in support structure. Um, it, you know, my view is that it makes everything easier in the sense that uh, everything else in my life is easier. When I, when I work out, when I post F3, when I'm kind of hitting it on the regular, everything else in my life is actually easier despite the extra effort I'm, I'm expending in, in that. Uh, and that's the piece that I think once you're exposed to it and once you recognize that it, it, it's really hard to do without it. Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. 
So let's uh, let's kind of top it off here, talking about the faith piece. So you mentioned before that you had already kind of come from a, a strong faith background and, and already had that in place. So, um, you know, I don't imagine the F3 kind of was any sort of you know, massive, dramatic paradigm shift from what you were already experiencing within your life. But what have you noticed that F3 has helped you accelerate in? Um, one of the pieces that you kind of already brought up, right, which was the sense of something greater, uh, specifically, I guess, kind of community impact and specifically talking about uh, before your interactions with bringing up F3 Boone. But otherwise, how has, um, how has F3 kind of impacted your, your sense of something greater or, or impact within the community or, or your own personal beliefs? Yeah, it's impacted it in the sense that it's made me think about that. I, I've not had a chance to really explore that as much as I'd like to. Um, I, I've got quite a lot of family commitments right now. We've got a lot of like, <laughs> right. kids running around the house. Uh, so that, that's the one aspect that, that I really feel like is still a little untapped. And I'd, I'd like to really explore in the future. Yeah. Well, and there's there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, definitely there's, there's plenty of opportunities for it. So from that, we kind of see, and thank you for sharing kind of, you know, your, your journey through F3, how that's, that's really impacted your, uh, your sense of, you know, fellowship and um, really all, all three apps there. But uh, yeah, thank you very much again for, for sharing that, uh, that story with us, HIPAA. So um, kind of some closing thoughts. Um, if you, if you had, um, just some just some general thoughts for the packs, whether that's a a verse, a song lyric, a, a haiku, even. Um, what would you uh, what, what would you share with the the packs of F three? Although I usually speak in haikus or iambic pentameter, I think I'll just I'll just revert to uh, sort of a guiding principle in my life. Uh, I think my father probably taught me this at a really young age. Um, and the concept is leave things better than you found them. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever the situation is, whatever you encounter in life, whether it's being part of an organization, uh, whether it's work, family, school, uh, take what you find and leave it better than you found it. And that's, if you do that, you're going to be okay. And that's, that's really been a guiding principle for me, um, throughout my life. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I think definitely that speaks to kind of the community impact as well, right? Just in general, leaving it better than you found it. So yeah, definitely. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, hundred percent. So if guys want to get in touch with you, what's the uh, what's the best method for them to do that? Yeah, sure. Uh, on tw- on Twitter, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know if it's the most effective communication mode we have, but it's, it might be the most entertaining. Uh, <laughs> I'm at uh, HIPAA. That's H I P A A underscore F3. So that's two A's in HIPAA boys. Uh, or uh, if you want to contact us up in Boone, it's, it's boonenc at f3nation.com. And uh, we'd love to hook you guys up with a workout if you're in town visiting, or if you know local packs, we'd love to add them to the, to the pack. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, HIPAA, thanks very much again for being on today's episode. You bet. Thank you for having me. Shortest of all circuits. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right, guys. So with that, we close out episode 23. We're, uh, we're ratcheting it up here. Close out episode 23. So thanks again for listening. Stay sharp, and we will see you in the gloom.
Thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer. If you're interested in sharing your F3 story, reach out to us at F3AmericanYammer at gmail.com. Again, that's F3AmericanYammer at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at F3AmericanYammer. Until next time, stay sharp and we'll see you in the gloom. 